Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian, and this is Two Shades of Brown, episode 15. 15. Um, today, today we have a lighter topic list. Uh, it's, a, it's a slow, it's been a slow week, slow week. you know? Yeah. The weather, uh, it's finally becoming hot. Yeah. It's not disgusting outside. My mm-hmm. hands aren't cracking in the, the cold air. Yeah. You know, been leading, I've been eating a lot less lotion. You know, it's a, life's good right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, life's good. So the first thing we're going to talk about is Forza Horizon 3's new uh, expansion. Uh, Real quick, before we go into the expansion, though, I just want to talk. So, Static got picked up Forza Horizon 3 around the time it came out. And I'm yeah. like, like each week, I'm like, oh, I'll get it later. <laughs> I've been putting it off because, you know, I've been doing other things besides playing games. Yeah. And then for a while, I had a brief period of like not having great internet. Yep. But I finally just said YOLO and got it because on Amazon, it had the Ultimate Edition for like 20 bucks less than just the Standard Edition. Yep. So I went, I picked it up, and it's beautiful. And I, it was a mistake not getting this game earlier. It's so fun. Tell, tell him what do you do to those poor cars with, with those skins. <laughs> I, so I got the VIP pass, which doubles the amounts of credits and XP you earn in-game. And they give you free cars every now and then. So every time I find a sweet car, you like a nice BMW or maybe a Porsche, I um, there is a community marketplace for skins where people can make their own car skins, upload them, you know, share them with the community. You can also do, I think, custom rates types to all that. There's a whole bunch of customization and like sort of like a forge mode, but not as like detailed yeah. in Forza. Mm-hmm. So um, I find the dankest Miku skins, you know, Japanese pop idol Hatsune Miku. <laughs> and I just slathered them all over each of these beautiful cars and ruined them. Yeah. So you have this nice German car, right? And then you just slap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, just slap Miku all over it. Mm-hmm. It's a not? drag racing BMW, you know, and I just put a nice Miku skin on it. Yeah, it's been a good time. We've been doing uh, co-op, uh, co-op campaigns, races. Uh, the multiplayer works really well. Uh, uh, it's, it's good Cross-play stuff. between Windows and Xbox. Yeah, I, pl- I, play, uh, I play on Windows 10, and Christian plays on Xbox One. It, it all works seamlessly. Good stuff. Uh, the expansion, though, um, this is the se- second expansion, the first expansion being um, Blizzard Mountain, set in like this uh, cold as the name suggests, a cold wintry place uh, with ice and snow. Uh, the new expansion is Hot Wheels. Yeah, um, Hot Wheels as in the toy car franchise. The uh, the Mattel-branded toy line yep. that we all know and we all love. We all love. Uh, Forza 3 Hot Wheels um, is coming May 9th, I think, or May 7th, I think. It was May, the... May 9th. It's May 9th. May 9th. And it is um, going to bring 9 or 10 new cars to yeah. the game, all Hot Wheels cars. Yep. It's going to have six new areas off the coast of Australia. And you get there, mind you, by you, you all just really need to see the video, which is going to be linked uh, in our show notes, yeah. which you can find at twoshadesofbrown.com slash uh, episode 15. That's, it, it. That's how we do it. I mean, just go to the front page. It'll be yeah, on just the go front to the front page. page. Yeah. I forgot how we do our permalinks because WordPress is dumb. But in the video, you get there by driving on a Hot Wheels tracks off the coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, mind you, actual, like if you've ever seen like, those weird commercials for Hot Wheels tracks, like it, they literally look like that, just over some water. Yep, it's it's gonna be a great time. Like honestly, uh, like Hot Wheels, like the whole concept, the Forza Horizon Three, I feel like is this very silly game, and it knows, and it knows it's silly, and it knows the whole concept is silly. Uh, so Hot Wheels is really like a perfect sort of matchup for Forza Horizon Three. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, some people are not so happy about it, apparently. Uh, yeah, on the uh, on the subreddit, people were like, I didn't get Forza for something that's ridiculous. And I'm like, it's the game begins if you're racing a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, like it's like, I don't know which game you're playing, but um, 
the game is incredibly silly. Like all the whole concept, all the showcase events, everything is just just a very silly. It, it, t- yeah, it doesn't take itself like, seriously at all. It's this is I'm excited for it though. Yeah, it's gonna definitely. make me get that expansion pack. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, and also too for those PC players, they're uh, redoing a bunch of uh, graphics options, improving CPU usage and uh, adding support for more racing wheels yeah that's so. good because uh, like there's some cpu issues with this game trying to run it at uh 60 fps uh at ultra uh i i mostly run it at 30 fps just to ma- maintain a steady frame rate uh because if i if i run it at 60 i can run it at 60 but i get i get frequent drops to like 55 or 50 uh, yeah there's a good uh digital foundry video that i'll be putting in the show notes yeah that really explains this problem mm-hmm uh, next topic, uh, another game. Yep. Uh, Call games, of... games that can keep frame rates. Oh lord. Um, Call <laughs> of Duty. Was... Yep. New Call of Duty. Called New Call of Duty World War Two. Uh, release date, and uh, there was a trailer as well. Uh, yep, and it's um, it's they're going back to like, not Modern Warfare. This is if you have any of you have played Call of Duty three and before. Yes. This is looks a lot more in the style of that game. It's going to be dropping November third. Yeah. Um, it is a uh, it's kind of like a soft reboot. They're going back to their World War Two roots. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, been developed by uh, Sledgehammer Games, uh, the same studio that did uh, Advanced Warfare. Uh, so it's not Treyarch or Infinity Ward this time around. Uh, so I'm interested to see what what it do this to do with this uh franchise uh call of duty has been like the one of the first big fps games i uh, played was call of duty modern warfare 2 i think it was the first call of duty i played a lot of uh it, it was it was fun uh, it was fun for a while until everybody started abusing the shotgun but um call of uh, duty games has always been though like they've the thing that's like important to stress about them, like of course they're popular because uh, really great marketing and stuff. Yeah. But um, they are probably the best like reason to say that performance does matter. Yeah. Because even Call of Duty Three launch title on the 360 had a 60 frames per second target. I mean, obviously it really didn't hit it that often. Yeah. But if you run it in backwards compat mode on the Xbox One, it'll hit 60 frames per second consistently. Yeah. I mean, for for, uh, for FPS games, it's uh, it's really important that you keep a constant uh, constant frame rate. Uh, Sixty frames per second is should be the baseline for every FPS. Uh, yeah, I'm excited though. You know, I I think I think that you know if they slow down a little bit with new Call of Duty games, it's like Assassin's Creed. It got a it it, it was too much yeah, after a while. It, yeah, definitely got out of hand. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Unity was was not. Uh, I didn't like Unity very much, but uh, Assassin's Creed is taking a year break now. Uh, it should there should be one next year uh, or this year or later this year. Should, we should be hearing something about that soon. Uh, uh, probably at E three. But yeah, Call of Duty. Looking forward to going back. To, I've never played any of the older Call of Duty games. So I'm looking forward. Honestly, to... Honestly, pick up one through three. You can probably get them on Steam for like five bucks combined. <laughs> no, no, I mean. Granted, they, 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 the Call of Duty games rarely go on point? sale, and they don't go on sale for very, very deep. Really? Uh, yeah, like EA or Activision or whatever, whoever the hell, uh, Activision rather. Um, they they never really discount the Call of Duty games very much because they sell well even at the full price. Uh, so they only have like twenty to thirty percent discounts on them, uh, even on older titles. So, uh, well, I mean, I'm not too bothered by it. Uh, if you want a similar style, this Battlefield one, so you can go back and play that. Yeah, but I'm just 
I'm, I'm going to pick this one up. Mind you, don't pre-order video games. No, don't. don't please, please don't. Don't, don't pre-order games. Let me just uh, be clear with that. But I am excited to yeah. look at this game, and yeah. I'm, I might... I, I'm hopeful. I want another good Call of Duty game. Yeah. Because right now, all we really have is like Halo 5 as a good... FPS. Destiny. Yeah. No one plays Destiny anymore. It's Overwatch, Halo. No one plays Halo, which is the problem because it's an <laughs> Xbox exclusive. So it's really Overwatch right now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, Overwatch basically is is dominating the FPS space. Uh, yeah, there's like, also stuff like... Play, uh, yeah. What's it called? Battlefield... Three or Battlefield One, one. Right? Battlefield yeah, one. Battlefield One, but it's I don't think the user base is that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also Star Wars Battlefront Two was announced um, sometime last week, I think. But that uh, it, that plays just like Battlefield, but with Star Wars yeah, weapons. Yeah, it's, basically. Yeah. It's not that different. No. Uh, well, th- that that's basically all the games talk this week. So we're gonna be moving on to a more uh, serious topic, uh, a more sort of. A more uh, timely topic. Timely, yeah. really, yeah. Apple um, and Uber. Apple and Uber. Uh, so the story here uh, is basically Uber is identifying and tagging uh, iPhones even after you uninstall. So th- even after you uninstall the that We should say that they don't do it anymore. They only tag and track your phone while the app's installed. Mm-hmm. So... A, just a, before we get into this, just a sidebar, though, on Uber's privacy stuff. Because so as of right now, if you have Uber installed on your phone and you give it location services... It still runs them even when the app's closed because yes, for... they, they recently uh, changed that to be always on. So what I do now is um, turn off background usage for Uber so like and kill the app after I'm done using it so it can't actually trigger um, location service. And I turn off location services for a lot. So yeah, you I... have to you have to so in order to like get around this, you'd have to turn off lo- when you go to use Uber, you have to turn on location services for the app open the app and then start using it. And then once you're done, close, force quit the app and then turn off location services yep. again. Mm-hmm. Is a, most apps offer the setting to just only use them when, when it's the, the news, app yeah. is open. Yep. But for apps that set up a geofence, there's an option where it's either never or always because yep. that's the intended use in the uh, iOS APIs. Yep. And of course, Uber is abusing it. And because they're a big company, Apple does not is not going to take them out of the app store. No. Uh, so this, this thing um, where uh, Tim Cook uh, had a meeting with the CEO of Uber, Mr. Kalanick, um, and basically said, uh, uh, "Knock this the fuck off! Like this is not uh, this is not good." Like he, he said that this is not uh, it's not it's not a good look. Like like if this was a smaller app, it would have been uh, deleted the app store without any without any controversy really. Uh, but since this is Uber and there's millions of uh, Uber users on iOS across the world. Uh, Apple can't just delete uh, a major app like this without causing a lot of user backlash. They, they should have. I mean, they could have. A lot of people are saying they should have. Um, and I don't know if that was the right action. A lot of people use Uber and they probably need Uber because they don't have a choice for various reasons. Uh, but there's Lyft too, right? It's not like Uber's the only option in the market. No, in many, many locales, uh, including mine, uh, look, uh, Lyft doesn't exist. Uh, Uber is in... Uh, much m- many more locations around the world than uh, Lyft. So uh, I feel like a lot of people also depend on it for their living, as bad as it is. Um, so I don't want to... Yeah, I guess it's, it's a tricky situation. It's a tricky it's like situation. Last year when yeah. um, Facebook, when Mac Stories had that bit on how Facebook was abusing iOS battery stuff. Yeah. 
and Apple didn't do anything about it because what you you remove Facebook from the app store. No, yeah, the, cannot. the PR backlash is worse on you than it is on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. They're gonna... He's explaining that they're using private APIs or they're like breaking app store rules and then trying to make that in a way that is like easily digestible and understandable mm-hmm. for uh, regular folks. It's yeah, it's hard. Yeah, regular folks are going to be blaming Apple really at that point. So the the PR thing to do here is to is to really slap them on the wrist really hard and tell them that yeah knock knock it off and remove it or we're going to be taking like a, a much more uh, catastrophic action on your app like if if Uber gets it removed permanently like if if Apple hits the kill switch um they're losing millions of dollars of business uh, right away so yep yeah so Apple's I think Apple took a decision that because uh, Apple took a decision that was wise in my opinion like it was it was uh it was a smart thing to do uh i mean the correct thing to do would have been to remove it entirely but uh that's not very tenable when when you're an app uh that's uber size uh and popularity uh, so, so I, don't, I i agree with most of you're saying it's just that uber uber has a lot of problems uber has honestly, a lot of problems this uber is, is uh, shit. like let me just say is, out front i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm going to say this is a smaller problem compared to their other issues. yes there it is definitely one of the smaller problems like like breaking app store rules is the least of their i mean they break they break uh, real laws uh, all over the world so it's it's not like um uh it's this is and it's not like a big deal for uber like it's it's like uber is shit just that, that's all it is really this is just another Another item to the list of shitty things that Uber does. Um, so don't yep. use Uber if you can. If you can avoid using Uber, try try avoiding, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be hard. Some places, if public transit is not so good, you might have to use Uber uh, and stuff like that. But, uh, over here, I can I can avoid Uber for the most part. Uh, so th- that's what I'm doing. But yep. So uh, yeah. Just- don't use Uber if you or unless you have to. Yeah. And if you do, be nice to drivers. Yeah, I'm always always nice to drivers. Always be nice to drivers. Uh, there's no point in telling them they probably already know that Uber is not the best thing that they could be doing. Um, it's usually a lot of drivers need extra money or they, it's only their only source of income or whatever. Uh, it's not fair to the drivers. Uh, if, if you're gonna blame anyone here, uh, blame the blame the company, uh, Uber. So. Yeah, but for a longer discussion on this, if you uh, the New York Times has a daily podcast yes. called The Daily. Yeah. <laughs> really inspiring <laughs> name. Uh, they had an episode today where they spoke with the author of that piece. And yeah, he just went Mike Isaac. Because yeah. yeah. that was just a smaller detail in a broader um, story, yeah, 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 story on Uber. Yeah. And he really goes into it. It's about half an hour. We'll have a link to that also in the show yes. notes, which yeah. you should go check out. Yeah, but definitely. But for our... Uh, for our final final topic. bit of a topic today, we have a retrospective on Destiny, Destiny. and the three years that I've spent playing this stupid game. <laughs> All right, tell tell us your body experience, then I'll tell, then I'll mention mine as well. All right, so you know, I picked up Destiny because it was on sale for like thirty bucks, I believe, mm-hmm. and I had uh, it was back when I had my three sixty. This is back before I even got my Xbox One. Wow. So um, it was a launch title for uh, for it wasn't like a launch title, but it came out for both at the same time. Uh, this was before, I think I was still working with my first job. This is back when I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, when did you pick it up? Like after House of Wolves or before House of Wolves? Uh, year one? I don't, like the timeline? It was year one. one. I think it was vanilla. Vanilla. Um, okay. 
while I'm talking about this, I'll be looking through my Xbox purchase history super quick. <laughs> but so, um, so it was yeah. it was sometime around launch. Like I believe House of Wolves hadn't even came out yet yeah, when yeah. I picked it up. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a while ago, and I I got really into it when I uh, quit this one job. You know, I had a I had, I had some money saved up, so I was like, you know, I could just spend a I was like, I'm just gonna go to the gym and just play like some video games. Yep, basically, binge and for like three um, months. Yeah, I worked out and I played Destiny. I mean, and it was uh, I got into rating and all that. It was actually no, that was around the time Taken King dropped. Oh. so that was a year after I started playing Destiny. Okay. I mean, so, I, yeah, it was yeah. it was back when we were still on Google Plus. It's just it's been a while. <laughs> just mind you, it's been a while since. Since I started yeah, playing Destiny's Destiny. had a lot of a uh, lot of. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been, been fun. I've enjoyed it. What's your favorite? Like, what would you say is your favorite sort of experience out of? It's out of the Destiny? social aspect of it. It really is just hopping in with some friends and just fighting, just like you know, shooting stuff. Yeah. And yeah. going in for raids too. Raids is really. It raids is really yeah, stuff. which is I mean uh, that's what I would say is the best part, which I did, I didn't experience um, raids. Um, because I got well, the game. a lot of work. I had to, like, <laughs> I, I was on Reddit posting random, like, trying to get in with strangers and stuff. Yeah. Like, building a good raid team is, is hard. hard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the social aspects are what most people I see on the Destiny subreddit uh, talk about because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's like World of Warcraft. It's, it's, it's not really about the game anymore. It's really just about uh, playing the game with your friends. It's more a social mm-hmm. vehicle than, than a game uh, at that point. And Destiny has really a really good gameplay loop. Yeah, they that do, should never be ignored. Does. Yeah, that, that is true. It does have a very good uh, gunplay. It has very good mechanical loops. I got into yeah. the game. Um, oh wait, okay. I just before you hop in, yeah. I just found the purchase date: May eighteenth, two thousand fifteen. Fifteen, two thousand fifteen. Okay, so that's two years now. Um, yeah, and then two thousand sixteen was when the Taken King dropped, I believe. Yeah. So I Destiny, I sold my three hundred and sixty back then. 2015 that was a couple months after i graduated high school mm-hmm. so i was working my first job yeah yeah so i got the game way after you i got the game uh after taken king came out i think sometime in 2016 um and i played it a lot i, I maxed out uh everything except i never did any of the raids i didn't do this basically the end game i didn't max out uh, I didn't do any of the end game stuff. Uh, I didn't get the Rise of Iron, so I just kind of tapered off. I didn't do the raids. I didn't. I didn't grind. I didn't grind for the weapons. I just got my Mida Multi Tool uh, and called it a day because uh, Mida Multi Tool is the best weapon ever in any video game, uh, and I won't hear anything else because <laughs> it really is. It really is a great weapon. Like I, I've never felt like a weapon that really like reacts the way it does and sort of like the kick it gives when you fire it it's just it's just it's wrong. like a staple gun i don't know that's like i, yeah. to, I use a weapon it feels like a staple gun i don't know what that means but uh, sta- i've used a staple gun and yeah uh, it, it just it's just really it's just a really nice feeling it's like uh, elegant it, it impre- increases your speed when you move around it's just yeah. like tap 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 you know? tap tap yeah it feels really nice to use like when you play it in uh, pvp it just feels, feels really like if i use any other weapon i feel like i'm slow as hell um and uh, g- g- give me those extra jumps, and I have the best mobility build uh, in Destiny. So just, I yep. just r- run around everywhere uh, in PvP. PvP was probably my f- uh, favorite thing. Oh, it's Iron Banner. Um, 
the PvP mode, uh, which which comes what like every every other week or every I, I every don't month, know, once a every month, m- once a month, yeah, um, once I, a month. Yeah, it's I don't the, know. I didn't I didn't like PvP in Destiny. I think that's the weakest part. Really? Right. Okay. Hmm. Because it's there's a meta in it, and that's the problem. Uh, I see. You mean like certain, certain not, weapons? I don't, there's are... a reason why I don't play MOBAs, and that's because oh. they skew towards one character every balance pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... and Destiny's the same way. Yeah, that's a problem in Overwatch as well. Like, uh, there's certainly a meta in the competitive sort of scene. Um, I never did Trials of Osiris, but I hear that's uh, that's a, that's an entire world that uh, I'm kind of glad yeah, I didn't do like, Trials of Osiris. Call of Duty doesn't have a meta. I mean, there's like some guns that are overpowered that usually end up breaking that and yeah. like nerfing everything. Yeah. A couple months into release, Halo doesn't have a meta. I mean, Halo just had a big change, anyways, with their whole entire uh, multiplayer mode. Yeah. But it's Destiny was like seasonal in a weird way, right? It it didn't have seasons, but everyone kind of assumed that there was. And the, the, like how they say year one and then year two, like uh, the, the, the... Well, even then every six months would be a huge balance pass to just change how the game was played. Yeah, and like sometimes not in a great way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bungie was really uh, sort of winging that as they went the balance stuff. I think. Yeah. And like I didn't really like I didn't really get into like the really meta like I just played like the raid like the 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 strikes and whatnot and I just did the PvP like the Iron Banner stuff as I mentioned so I was mostly immune to the whole meta discussion around Destiny like how Destiny as a game is is sort of like a reflection of the game industry like the whole concept of Destiny as a uh, game as a service. Uh, where you have one game and you just update it with expansions uh, over over time. Uh, that didn't turn out very well for Destiny because, well, we have Destiny 2 incoming um, soon. So I don't have a feel about that. But, yeah, I mean... It's really... This Destiny is probably, like... It's, it's one of those games that probably should have succeeded and like the way it did, like it was just one mistake after another. Mm-hmm. And because they got the game, the core gameplay loop, right? Yeah. People still played it. People still played it. It was the like, story. was a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, the story was not good. Mm-hmm. The. It, honestly yeah. too, like some of the character designs, like <laughs> a good part of the art was like kind of all right. You could see like there's small bits yeah, of yeah. greatness in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's it, some it great had, art in it, yeah. The problem is the story was basically non-existent until The Taken King. And then uh, Rise of Iron went back to, like, that old style of storytelling, which mm-hmm. is really strange. Yeah. Like, and another thing, the Grimoire cards. Why, why, for the love, love of God, please put those in your game. I'm, I'm not going to a website to read the fucking Grimoire cards. That is never happening, ever. Like, yeah, Destiny just is one of those games that like no matter how much you put into it, you still feel like at the end of the day you're not getting enough uh, that much out of it. Yeah, I definitely felt like the game is, wasn't respecting your time. As, as yeah. yeah, which to be fair, sometimes that's what competitive Overwatch feels like. Yeah, yeah, like I I've, I've been taking a break from competitive Overwatch because it's just sort of burnt out on it. Because uh, of... in in MOBAs there's something called the MMR hell, right? The oh, matchmaking rank yeah. hell. Mm-hmm. That is a uh, Destiny has it. It's not as bad, but yeah, um, well, you get you get Overwatch stuck. You, you get you get, you get stuck in this sort of bad position, and you can't get out of it because just the uh, the competitive yeah, this matchmaking. Is why, like, 
This is why I always be, I'm always saying like Halo Five system is probably the best because even though the seasons are a little too fast, yeah, they have it set up where you do not get stuck in gold hell or silver hell. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean Destiny, I I, I enjoyed some of my time with it. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would pick up Destiny two. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna pick up Destiny two either. I've because I know for a fact that like I have bought too many. And of these stupid microtransactions in that game that I'm, that I'm willing to admit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you definitely bought too many microtransactions in the game. Yeah, that's that's just... Man. Uh, it was... Destiny is... It's a, I think it's an interesting experiment. I really hope Destiny 2 has some huge gameplay changes to it. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just Destiny with uh, with more story, then they, they're missing the point. Because yeah. it's... Some of the core game stuff needs to be fixed. Like it's a, it needs about sixty frames per second. It's, yeah. it's just it's a shooter in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Yeah, Call of Duty is gonna have it. Halo has it. Gears of War is sixty frames per second. Um, most of the PS uh, No Man's Sky is sixty frames per second on the PS Four. Yeah, yeah. Please, like, please, sixty frames per second, Bungie. Please, Battlefield maybe. I don't know. If Battlefield sixty frames per second. Uh, I don't console? know if it's. It know. might be thirty. Uh, locked at thirty. But there's also a PC version coming out of Destiny 2. Yes, which is gonna be interesting because are they're not gonna have crossplay? I don't, I don't think they're gonna have crossplay. But if they would have crossplay, it'd be PC, Xbox, not PC, PS4. Uh, yeah, which is which is kind of like it would be nice to have crossplay across all platforms. Um, but but Sony won't allow it. Well, has Sony ever said anything about this? Like uh, Microsoft do- has publicly stated that they would they would be willing to let PC, uh, Xbox and PC games work with PS4. And Sony has never said anything about it. Yeah, like Sony they has never have directly comments when yeah. asked. Like, I don't think Sony would allow it. Like, it's not a very Sony thing to do to cooperate with other ecosystems in this manner. Well, yeah, it's, it's because Microsoft just wants Xbox Live for it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of stopped caring about being the most popular hardware platform yeah. a while ago. Yeah, definitely. I would love to have PC and Xbox One crossplay. That means I could use a mouse to play a shooter because uh, I don't, I don't really want to play with. Another FPS with the controller, please, uh, if I can help it. Uh, Halo Five is enough for me uh, on that front. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, Destiny. Just there's too many feelings about it, right? Because yeah. I'm trying to remove the community. Because it was. I feel like the more I, re- I like think back on the game, it's more of like fun times I had with other people playing it. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know what games are all about. Yeah, I guess. yeah. But that's not. You're not really critiquing the product at that point. You're no. Just, we're just like waypointing it up over here. Yeah, yeah. Waypointing. Which is perfectly fine, but it's at the end, it's like, what do you think about it? Was Destiny a good game? And the answer to that question is not really. No, yeah, no. I'm like, I would say it's it's not really. A, like, it's yeah. it, there's some good parts to it. Like, certainly, the mechanically, there's a lot of good stuff to it. Because, but I feel like that's a given because it was Bungie who made it. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it would have been more surprising if Destiny had had bad... Mechanics. shooting in it yeah. right then, yeah. oh, then good shooting mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of bad this, the story is basically bad very threadbare and non-existent the um i don't know some of the end and end, end game content is maybe not the best i don't know because i haven't played any of the they, they fixed it it used to be uh like with the taken with the rise of iron they've fixed it so where everything like you can get all cosmetics nothing's gated and all raids will mm-hmm. drop things that are useful 
before it was like you'd have to do one or two activities each expansion to get to and uh light level which would break teams yeah because some people have a group of five friends they want to they want to raid with but a new expansion comes out oh it's now prison of elders three person arena mode yeah. your raid team is not broken up mm-hmm. yeah suddenly you divide the player base uh like i, I haven't yeah. bought rise of iron and i have no plans on buying rise of iron uh so I'm basically stuck with Destiny at this point at, at the light level. Well, I, I mean, you're, that's more for like MMO style games. That's expected. Like when yeah. World of Warcraft comes out and a new expansion drops, you're mm-hmm. just kind of locked out of uh, PvP. And yeah, that's, stuff for that's a while. true. Yeah. But like how they, what I'm talking about is more of like when they would actually break the community apart in the new expansion. Mm-hmm. They'd be existing groups couldn't play the same content together because it'd be a different mode. Yeah. Like it, you'd have to jump and find different numbers of people and different people for each of the end game activities. Yeah. Until Rise of Iron, where every activity that was on a weekly or whatever basis became an end game activity. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. So hopefully they continue that. But it's like Destiny just. It's. I feel like it's too soon for a sequel. Because a, they're continuing the original story, which I think is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like a whole reset would have been much better story wise. Yeah. yeah. New characters, new maybe not a new setting, but like. Just a clean break, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe a prequel a thousand years before or yeah. a prequel afterwards. Mm-hmm. Definitely. like I mean, a sequel afterwards. It's But it's just like this whole like, oh, it's your guardian's dead. You lost all of your stuff. So now a new person's going to come up and fight something that happened because of the player mm-hmm. choices made in the first game. Yeah. It's, I don't. It's too much of a straight line. Yeah. Like, I like I like I would have like you'd have been fine with me if they restarted the whole canon, as it were. Um just just ref, just start it from the ground up just revamp it all uh, entirely um but i feel like maybe some people are weirdly attached to the story and its characters uh even though there's not much uh there like uh yeah i mean if you if you've been playing a game for like three years um i feel like even if you don't like the story or the characters you get a, a bit of an attachment to them uh over that period it's just just how that works um so Hopefully, I I don't know. I just think that there's still a there's space for a World of Warcraft shooter, right? <laughs> yeah, like the definitely. the MMO FPS MMO is is a genre that could be done right. Yes, Destiny is the closest thing we've gotten. But like, you, you got to be like real, like Final Fantasy fourteen. You got to you got to commit. You need like consistent content drops, even a subscription. Like if Bungie said that we're gonna have a subscription, but content will come on like every six months, yeah. then I'd be fine with that. Yeah, the but, WoW like, model, yeah. Just copy the WoW model. Like we just, I just want a WoW shooter. You want, you want the MMO FPS. All right, I, 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 I mean, want that. Mm-hmm. There's a space for it. He's you have if you have competitive shooters like Halo, and they are fine existing where they're at. Yeah, but you can like they don't fight with each other. Like the problem is Destiny's trying to be a Halo. It's trying to be a Call of Duty. It's trying to be all these things in yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. When it should just try and just be an FPS MMO. They should just embrace the MMO sides of it because those are the things that work best. The community yes. works best. Yes. Every time they try branching off into things that are more of a traditional shooter style yeah. game modes, mm-hmm. it does not work for them. Yeah, I feel like, as you mentioned, like that some of the PvP stuff is definitely the weaker parts of Destiny. Um, like, yeah, I mean, really focus on the social stuff. Improve the social spaces. Improve social interaction. Improve. Make different social spaces actually mean something. Yes. Yes. Instead of being reskins of the tower, oh, make, make it so that uh, you know, I if there's a bunch of people I see around the world, I get easy to play with them, and yeah. queuing systems and party systems is easier. Mm-hmm. Or make 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 so that clans or whatnot can have their own uh, make, so, yeah social spaces. Yeah, I, I mean that's what they, that's what people want out of MMOs. They want the they custom- just want a place to hang out. You know, yeah, yeah, and customizable it, stuff. 
like hangouts, social spaces, friend. even player housing, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot that there's a lot they can learn from the other MMOs. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, just, and just like, look I at know Destiny Two is not going to have any of it, right? Because mm, it's too soon. Too soon. I don't know. Bungie has. I don't know what ideas Bungie has. Uh, it's too early to tell if even what kind of game it's going to be. Yeah. With that though, I yeah. think I think we're good for this. Yeah, week. we're good. Um, you can you can find us on social media. You can find me on social media. Still on Mastodon. Um, static safe at mastodon.zomacloud.com. Uh, and I'm on uh, I'm I'm on Twitter. Mastodon is something I check regularly, but uh, my my tweets are more prolific. <laughs> uh, my tweets should be paid for. <laughs> Please pay me for my tweets. Tweets yep. as a paid service. Um, I'm at Josephine on Twitter, though. Uh, and you can contact us both uh, via email, uh, contact at twoshadesofbrown.com. You can also find that email on our website on the sidebar if you forget it. Um, and with that, uh, goodbye. Bye.